Welcome, welcome, welcome to another wonderful Radio Uzo episode. This is actually a very special one, um, very dear to me. So, as you see, a friend of mine, uh, my a friend of mine, fell up. My best friend, Janet. She's uh, she's she's gonna be um hosting this episode actually, and you know I'm gonna be the guest on my own podcast. So it's gonna be wonderful. Um, so you know we talk about a lot of things. You know, I guess my my evolution, I guess. From becoming, from coming to US, just my life in general, and I guess this is a chance for y'all to get, really get to get to really know me without me speaking of myself and sounding pretentious, you know. So this is just kind of like you know uh, a thing. So I hope you'll enjoy it. I feel, I feel like what you thought of you, you gotta retire from Twitter. Go inspire the youths, man. Raise awareness, you know. Start a whole football <laughs> team. I remember, I'll see some tweets. I'm like, damn. Like I remember somebody said I looked like a malnourished. We feel Lagos, we are different And in that December, we are different December. <laughs> We're different people. <laughs> you are now tuned in to Radio Uzo. Good tunes, great vibes. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of My Next Guest Needs No Introduction <laughs> with your girl, Jigging Jay. Um, welcome back, you guys. This is a special episode, um, near and dear to me. Today, I have, how would I describe this person? I think a lot of you guys know him. Um, he pops up on my social media a lot, but actually, more than that, he probably pops up on your timeline more. He's probably one of the most, um, the more, I'm not gonna say most, one of the more controversial voices on the Twitter timeline. Um, He's definitely very out there, very bold, but also very himself, very unique, very different, very artistic. Um, you might call him a jack of all trades. Um, yeah. Yeah, you would you would yeah, agree? I would, I would agree. I got that from you, actually. So it's, it's like I'm, I'm reading you a bio. Me. Yeah. Oh my God, wow. Amazing. I wonder, like, you know, maybe that's what a best friend does. Um, and so with that being said, <laughs> I would like to introduce you guys to the... <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So the very, very infamous, can I use your whole government name? Is that okay? Yeah. Including the middle name. I'll bleep it all, but yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uzo Dinma Chibueze Mbahurike. There's actually three middle names, but it's okay. There is? You didn't tell me about uh, the other two. Would you like to share here now? Okay. Really? What's your favorite one? Chibueze. Chibueze? Yeah, is that because of freshman year? No. Really? Uh, I had my entire life. That's also true. <laughs> We're going to get into that. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. What's special about freshman year that would make my name? You said what's special? Yeah, like why, why would that be when I... I'm thinking about coming to... Is it coming to Africa yet? Okay. Yeah. Okay. That whole thing. That was like your... That was not my name though. Are you serious? On stage? Yeah, that was... It wasn't that the it name? It Oh my God, it was. Yeah. That's your brother's, brother's name. name. Yeah. This is so awkward. It's okay, Sha. Best Yikes. friend Yikes. Yeah? No, Best it's all right. Don't come for me. <laughs> you came for me first. For you came me. for me first. So just know... Anyways, anyways, um, so so why do you think you're here today? Why do you think that um we're doing this right now? Um, we're doing this because I feel like you feel mm. like a lot of people don't really know me. That's true. This was my idea. So um, I feel like that's what we're doing this a way. I guess an expose on who I am. Mm-hmm. No trolling, little trolling, a little no trolling. jokes. Like, cause I get what you mean. Sometimes people don't know who I am. Really, exactly, it's like yeah. they meet me in person. Like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You get me. Not what they were expecting. Exactly. I get that story exactly. so many times. So, My goodness. It's, just, it's a, a way to set the record straight. Yeah. This is who we are. 
what we're doing. <laughs> That's what That's we present. Good. That's good. All right. So you got a pretty good idea. I thought it was really important for people to really understand or to get a backstory on Uzo. And I know he really likes doing interviews. He likes talking to a lot of interesting people. And um, I also think you are an interesting person. I think you are someone who is, oh, now I'm being pretentious on your behalf. Um, Thank <laughs> I you. think you, you are someone who, you know, who is worthy of um, really picking your brain and getting to know more of more of the why. Um, and I think sometimes we get a lot of the how and the what, but the why is also really important. And so, and how you also came to be here. And so, um, just to ease us in okay. before we, you know, really get deep into things, I want to do some rapid fire questions. Is that okay? That's fine. All right. All right. Um, so I'm going to give you like three seconds to answer. Okay. If you don't answer, I'm just going to move on to the next question. Okay. 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 All right. <clears throat> do, do. Can you like insert something in here? I can like, do okay. That. I can I can do it's Three. gonna be as fun as you want it to be. First. Okay, cool, 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 cool. What's your favorite day of the week? Sunday. What's your favorite city in the US besides the one you live in? New York. What's favorite song for the past week? Um it has to be uh, Who No Who No No Go No by Caveman. By the okay. Caveman. What's your favorite holiday? Summer. How long does it take you to get ready? 15 minutes. Taylor Swift is blank. Fishy. <laughs> okay, if you could travel back in time, what period? What year? Uh, the year I was born. Pause. <laughs> Wait, I actually want to go into that one. Why? Just so I could meet my grandparents. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. So, like, it would, you would be outside of yourself yeah. in this scenario. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, Um, favorite childhood TV show? Um, Megas XLR. What? I think apparently just African thing. Okay. Okay. But not really. Like it was not, it's not an African show, but uh-huh. like it was an African cartoon network apparently. Interesting. Yeah, every Nigerian knows. So Megas. that's the name of the network, not okay, a specific you know, show. No, it's a show on C on, on Cartoon Network. Oh wow! And yeah. it was like about Nigerians. No. I'm but it's, it's American. It's, it's a cartoon, but I, I guess y'all don't have maybe it was shown in the U.S. Apparently. That's interesting. Did you have robot? You get? Did you have robot boy? I don't think so. I don't know. I wasn't that into Cartoon Network, so you're probably not asking the best person. Right. But I believe you. Um, have you ever worn socks with sandals? Always. <laughs> what does someone need to be happy? The truth. Do you respect Kanye West? Not anymore. Mm, Godfather or Star Wars? Star Wars. Thank you. Wow, I kind of held my breath for that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, give us your best UK accent. Oi, 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 in it. You know, man, them just all you men are my youngest. You get me? So, um, yeah, what go on, bruv? Do you like the smell of gasoline? Um, just in, am I still speaking the ends right now? Or are we done oh, with that? please, let's put a pause. <laughs> let's all put right. a pause. Okay, we on it still. You get me? Okay, we done for real? Yeah, okay. we done. For <laughs> okay, okay. Hello. <laughs> what was the question? What was the question? Um, I actually forgot. I already moved on. That's okay. That's okay. Um, would you climb a mountain or jump off a plane? Jump off a plane. What's the best kind of milk? Oat milk. What's the best Beyonce song? XO. Hmm. I would probably agree. Do you think Jimmy Kimmel is funny? I don't know who Jimmy is. Who's your favorite Harry Potter character? Um, the 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 one that he friends on, the girl he friends on. Which girl did he friends on? Is it the Hermione? Uh, yeah, Hermione. He didn't. He didn't. You didn't watch Harry Potter. That's all right. I'm just picking these at random. Ah. All right. Um, I saw everything. Is, all seven. All seven. I'm pretty sure he didn't friends on Hermione. 
I don't think Hermione liked him. She always liked Ron. Right? Really? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't think... If I I'm like, was watching it wrong. Man, Hermione, friend zone. Um, all right. I think that's going to be it. Okay. Yeah. Actually, what's your last question? What's your favorite childhood video game? Um, Terminator. Was this like on GameCube, Xbox? On a Terminator. It was on what? It's it's a it's a it's a game device called a Terminator. Really? Yeah. I've never heard of this before. That's the thing. I guess it's very low key. Very low key. Yeah. Very, honestly, but let me yeah, not the pretend. One, I don't use the cartridge on everything. It's, it's one of those. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you for answering these rapid fire questions. Very rapid. Um. Very rapid. I gave you some ease with the responses, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, so Uzo, would you say, well, I think I would mm. say that, um, you're actually a pretty well-known person, which is, no. you don't think so? I don't think so. Maybe just as your best way, friend, it doesn't feel that way. Yeah. I think as someone with proximity to you, mm-hmm. it does feel that way because a lot of people come to me asking me things about you and be like, oh, like you seem close to this person and I always see him doing this. And like a lot of times it's things on Twitter, Facts. let me not lie. Facts. Um, and they're like, um, did you see what Uzo tweeted? And I'm like, listen, <laughs> I don't concern myself. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't concern I remember, myself with those tweets. Like, I, 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 I do it for y'all because it got to a point where I kept getting like, you kept being like, hey, Uzo, what's going on? Yeah. Why are we tweeting this? Yes. And I was lot. like, Janet, you can't, you can't keep doing this. Mm-hmm. I was trying to help you out, but I think you're at a place where you don't care anymore. Yeah, I just can't be bothered yeah, anymore. And I think don't. I just understood it was the same answer every time. Which was, it just didn't make any sense. There was no logical, yeah. you know, thinking behind it. And so that's the same response I give everyone now. But, um, no, I'm thinking. Now you're thinking? Yeah. Really? Okay. When did you uh, think? <laughs> that was a, uh, that's very shady now. I'm, I'm, not, I'm yeah. not trying to lie. <laughs> well, I think it? sometimes it's hard for me to tell. Right. Um, Because even when you're not being serious, sometimes like, oh, maybe there is something more behind there. You know? Okay. But I'm not I'm not gonna lie, like I really haven't been keeping up with things on That's Twitter good. that much as I remember recently. the time you just always do like a let us see what Uzo's been up to. Oh <laughs> yes. Whenever I came back to Twitter, I would always scroll down Uzo's time or not Uzo's um profile and just yeah. see all the past tweets and be like, hmm, this is very interesting. And literally she would like tweet by tweet like, Okay, Uzo, what do we mean by this? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I liked to I'm a very inquisitive person. Very um, what do you think is the biggest misconception about you out there? I know you don't feel like you're well-known, but um, maybe people who listen to the podcast, who follow you on Twitter, like people who aren't in that much proximity to you, but what do you think is the biggest misconception they may have? Um, probably that I'm bad vibes. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Why do you say that? I don't know. I, it's just things I don't get invited to. You get me? Like, I'm in the mix enough, but not really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, I, I, but I have, like, but I have good, like, invites to things, you know? So it mm-hmm. makes no, okay, yeah, I am in the conversation. Not really, but, like, I'm, you know, type thing. Mm-hmm. So, I sort of, but yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm a really chill person. Great. I mean, I can't, it's weird saying that to yourself, but I'm, I'm really not bad vibes. I guess that's the word. You heard it here, folks. First time. He is Ooh. not bad vibes. I can actually attest to that. Um. It's not always the same. Vibes. Yeah. But it's not always the same vibes, but it, it brings something different, and I like that. I like that. You're always like the one person I think you can rely on to bring something different to the mix. So <laughs> if you just want a variety, you guys want to leave. Hey, <laughs> you guys know who to hit you up. Know what? You're right. I give you that. Yeah. All right. So um, paint a picture for me because 
today I really want us to go kind of in like chronological order okay. um, of just your life, things right. you've been through, things you've learned. Mm-hmm. So let's flash back to 10 years ago. How old were you? Let's see. 13? Okay, you were 13. You were still living in Nigeria. Yeah. Correct. Um, who was 13-year-old Uzo? What were you like? What were you interested in? Um, where did you see yourself? Did you know that you were going to be moving to America soon? Like, okay. you know? I was in secondary school. I was um, heavily into soccer, you know, bands and everything still going on then. Um, heavy into music. Um, soccer, yeah, playing soccer as well. Wasn't doing any cooking. I was just hanging out with friends. Just being a, a I think I was a proper teenager. Go ahead. Just up to no good. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. Not wilding, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, as teenagers can get, yeah. What was your favorite thing about living in Nigeria? Oof. You miss it? Oh, for sure. Um, again, looking back back then, like, I think um now I know how bad things are over there. But I think mm-hmm. when I when I when I grew up, I didn't even see it as that bad. It was just like, oh, this is what it is. The roads were bad. This is bad. But it wasn't really something that was oh, this is bad. Just like, oh wow, it it rained today. Now it's flooded everywhere. But um, <laughs> my favorite thing would probably be the people. Mm. Um, I hear that a lot. My friends, just the life of going to school and all your friends coming back with you home and either eating or playing soccer or we're walking to someone's house. It's just, we did a lot of walking actually. <laughs> we did a lot of walking, mm-hmm. but it was just, it was really fun. That would be part of me smoke. Yeah, I just had many friends. Okay. Like real friends. Do you keep up with any of them? Do you still talk to any of them today? Just. Maybe one or two. Just one or two? Is that because of, you know, was it a stronger Just relationship? Time. Or, yeah. you know, why um, them out of the rest of everyone? He's my best friend. Mm. Yeah. Um, back in, we met in boarding school. That was Chukuka. Um, we were like the odd ones out there because we were both from Lagos in the East. Mm. So, yeah. So we just already like, we we did music, we spoke pigeon. We just, well, quickly, because I just vibe off that and, that's good. That's yeah. good. Okay, so this was at 13. Yeah. And then two years later, you came to America. What was that transition like? Man. Were you scared? Were you excited? Did you know what was coming? Like, Looking back, I was very dramatic. Mm. In the sense that I was just like, you know. You were? You were dramatic? I were. You were. It was just a sense of like, oh, wow, my life's about to change. Mm. Like, oh, I'm about to, I'm about to like, cure cancer or something. Like, it mm-hmm. just felt like, oh. I was just, it felt very, I was just like, you know when, like, the guest pastor is, like, just Hello, guest. Preparing <laughs> <laughs> to give the Yeah, that was, yeah. that was me and it's happening, right? I'm just like, I'm about to fuck shit up in America. Bro. So what, what, what was it? What was it that you were going to do? What was the vision? What was oh, the goal? Man, yeah, what did you see yourself come doing? here, you know, excel in every way possible. Like, just really show this American kids, like, mm-hmm. um, like, Nigeria, like, mm-hmm. we, we have it. We got it. Definitely. Like, we're, we're smart. We're also this. We have less, but we'll, we'll just do more with it. So that was my energy pulling up here. Um, so, so I was really excited for orange juice. Orange juice. Yeah. It was wow. very um, cause it was um, so it, orange juice in Nigeria. For what I know, Sha, you suck it from the actual oranges. It wasn't as really. It wasn't as what's it called commercialized like orange yeah. juice. Now nah, we had, and so I was really surprised like, like, that you just had orange juice in the fridge, just chilling. Did it live up to your expectations? Orange juice. Yeah, but what did it really? hit was strawberry. 
I was excited to try strawberries. Honestly, I think I agree with that one. Yeah. Everyone acted like strawberries were just the best Bro. fruit. And I think I like strawberry-flavored things right. more than the actual strawberries. Yes. Sometimes, every once in a while, you'll get that one good strawberry out of the whole box. But, but the way it looks on in, caps, in cartoons, it's just like, movies, everything, it doesn't hit at all. It doesn't hit the same. It didn't live up to the expectation. But that's yeah. all right. That's that's actually really good um, as a 15-year-old. Because not going to lie, most of the 15-year-olds I know, at least like speaking from experience, my younger brother right now is 15. And my goodness, you know, there's just so much going on. It's I think it's a very critical age. Very dramatic. My goodness. Oh, yeah, something dramatic. happens every yeah. other week, you know. And like, you know, when you when I talk to him about what he wants to do, what he sees in the future, he's just like. It's just vibes, man. It's is straight it like vibes. A good it's like a... I mean, honestly, for his age, um, I'm not too worried at the oh, moment. Yeah. He's still a sophomore. He'll probably start thinking about it more, you know, next year when he becomes a junior. So I think this is like the last year, maybe, that there is some leeway, some kind of like, okay, like that's cool, da 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 da. And like, okay. I remember, you know, even talking about college, he only wanted to go to TCU because that was the only place he had been, and he thought it was so cool. And I'm like, man. There is just the world out there, literally, you know, for you to explore. Um, what was your, I guess, career goals? Always been medicine. Always medicine. Actually, um, growing up, I was good at technical drawing. So it was architecture for a bit. Okay. Um, so I thought that was going to be what I was going to be doing for a minute. But then, then there was that. that yeah, actually, it might be no. But there was, there was, um, wow. Yeah. So basically, that was um, architecture, mm-hmm. and then it was engineering. Really? Petrochemical engineering. Say it again? Petrochemical. So petroleum, Petrochemical. So Interesting. Petroleum engineering and just mm-hmm. oil and whatnot. And just because, you know, it was Nigeria, engineering, math, made sense, easy money. Not easy money, but like, I, would be, I, I could get really rich. Most of my uncles were, so it just made sense to do that. Yeah. And then went to the U.S., and I was bringing to, I guess, uh, I was just overhearing a couple of teachers, you know, talking about career stuff. Mm-hmm. I was talking about like, you know, oh, I want to do petroleum engineering. And it's like, oh, okay. You know, like, you know, in the next couple of years, the world's going to like move towards other um, source of energy. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be enough oil. Like, you know, I was just like, oh, like, oh that Which be... is like not true. Which is not day, true, right? exactly. That's crazy. Which is not true. I was just like, oh, wow. I see. You're making a lot of points. <laughs> I was, I'm not, again, I was, very, I was an impression, impressionable freshman. Yeah. As you know, you're in the US, you know, you don't show how things, but like, so tell me how this is. I'm like, okay, cool, so let's. So like, well, my passion has always been medicine, mm-hmm. you know, and um, because which time I played soccer with my friends and they would get injured, I would always come through and just like bandage them up and make them do, make sure they were good and everything. So I was always good with that. I just knew what to do, cleaning and everything, dressing. So I always knew, okay, yeah, medicine was something I was gonna do too. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was like, yeah, I'm just this medicine thing, yeah. That's really interesting. Um, I think we're kind of jumping the gun here, here, but that's okay. Um, I wanted to ask you why specifically medicine, which you kind of answered. Um, but I feel like maybe we can dive a little bit deeper into that. Like yeah. what, cause I feel like, you know, kind of like we said earlier, you're a multifaceted guy. Like you like to say, we all like to say, you know, jack of all trades type stuff. And especially in the past few years, I feel like I've seen you explore a lot of different things that you have been interested in, that you have passion, mm-hmm. that you're passionate about. And honestly, sometimes I'm like, Hmm, like, I wonder if Uzo would just like pursue this, like wholeheartedly solely you know and i think that you have a couple avenues where you can do that so why choose medicine out of all of those things right especially knowing i mean i'm right here with you don't get me wrong um but you know all the years of school and i know you want to be a surgeon too correct like Mm -hmm. 
that super long residency as well, possibly another fellowship, like the constant exams, the, the cost, like there's you, a, it's a lot. I'm like, head. are you in my head? Right I mean, now? it's my head too. I, I, I ask myself facts, this, you know, every facts, week, facts, every time I open my MCAT book, <laughs> every time I, yes. you know, I get on the clubhouse rooms and I listen to all of this or, or I watch the shadowing, like it's a, it's a constant, like it's yep. something you have to be committed to. Yeah. And for someone with so many different avenues, it yeah. seems like you're choosing the hardest one. So why? That's, um, I think it comes down to purpose. That's like the, mm. the easiest to go by. Like the first, yeah, it just makes it feel like my purpose. There were times I was stressing about it. I wasn't sure what to do. And I, you know, I've prayed about it. And, you know, I've got mm. that confirmation that that's what mm-hmm. I'm supposed to do. But um, my other, I guess, gifts and talents, they're a little bit distracting in a way. but they've opened some rooms, some doors for me that, you know, otherwise it would never have been. And, you know, I've met some wonderful people through, like, you know, my other talents. Um, and just, I've been able to just learn more about life, you know. Um, for me, though, I think, ideally, it would be, be easy just to do this mess thing, but I think money, man. I think mm, I'd like to get a big role. money a bit, a bit soon. So, yeah. It's a little. It's actually affecting um my level of focus right now when it comes to like you know, really like diving heading like all the way in mm-hmm. to like medicine because at home there's a lot, a lot of pressures at home to just start making money already. Yeah. But it's like bro, especially it's the oldest. Exactly, some of the oldest one, and so it's and also I've done university, so like you know you have a degree, okay, what now? What are you gonna do with it? But you know, for most med students, we just know that that's literally just a way like a check mark onto the next thing. Don't use. I mean, some some people use the the undergrad degree, but for most, it's just like a checkpoint to the next thing. Definitely, yeah. Um, for um, but for yeah, the pressures have always come from like you know, home making money, so I can like just be better about things. Just like you know, just be able to provide for my family mm-hmm. and just my myself and just just basic things I want for myself. You know, to travel and whatnot. So, but it feels like. Right now, I'm trying to find out find out how to like eat my cake and have it by also doing pursuing whatever my guess bring money by saying I'm also being heavy on med, med, on the medicine thing. So, but it's it's not been working out so far, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, that's a great question. But it's it, like yeah, it's something I bother with every day. Like I'm I'm still like I'm struggling with like because I want and like I, if I, if everyone let me to be to just chill and do my thing, I could really dive into medicine and just be like. Mm. But there's just a, those just pressures, those you know, those external pressures that you know get in the way. Mm. So, do you think that um, sometime in the future, maybe you, when you are a little bit more um, further into your career in medicine, there's a way that you know all these things can like come together, work together? Because I think that um, that was something that I think I struggled with after graduation was trying to. Um, Okay, so for example, like I think a lot of people know that I like to plan things. I like to organize. Yeah. Um, I did a lot of that in undergrad. I do a lot of that, you know, even outside of school and stuff like that. And I was just like, hmm, how do I let these people know? You know, when I'm getting medical school interviews, that, yeah, I also did this on the side, like, da da da. But then even more so, like, um, how do I incorporate that into being a doctor, being a physician? And it actually kind of hit me a few days ago. Um, and I just realized like, oh, like a lot of this planning and organizing. So a lot of things, so something I'm really passionate about is the 
like the racial health disparities right, right in medicine mm-hmm. especially for african americans and so um and there's a lot of different reasons why those numbers the way that they are the way that they are um and i realized how important community work is and how you know i could um be mobilized on the ground in these communities and organize um make you know create organizations or create programs for um kids in school you know to have like maybe a pipeline from um middle school high schoolers into universities into medical schools and stuff like that providing medical aid all that kind of stuff like do you think that's um a possibility for you like with podcasting with graphic design like even with modeling photography like do you think there is like a, I don't know yeah. what the word is, like intersectionality between um, all of that that could come in the future? Or do you think it's going to come a point where you just, you're only doing medicine and these kind of things are just left behind? So I, I think ideally, what I see myself and how I see things happening is just, I'm just going to be that guy who's a doctor, but um, who just knows so many people who are doing whatever. Hmm. Yeah, me. So okay. it's not like, I think for me then, I, my, my, I think how it would shift, because as soon as I'm f- fulfilling my passion, yeah, I'm good, I'm satisfied. But what, what it might be is helping others find, find you know, the right people. You know? mm. that, that's how I see myself moving forward with all this I'm doing, just facilitating, like, okay, I'm doing this right now. I, don't, I, I, I know a guy who does this, though. I can okay. help you with that. But you want to get this done? Or, I, don't, so I, I can get things done for you type thing. But um, that's how I see. It. I I don't really see it like being super like intertwined with like mm-hmm. my day to medicine life. Nah. It's just more like okay, you know, I have a life outside of medicine, but you know, this is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, let's circle back into mm-hmm. the chronological timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, we last talked about how you know you're 15, yeah. coming into high school, then and then, boom, college starts. Did you did you uh, want to go to UTA? Was UTA hell like no. Really? Hell no. <laughs> what was your dream school? UT. Austin. Austin. The University of Texas at Austin. That one. Hook 'em horns. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I got in everything. Actually, I'm capping. I didn't have a dream school. Oh, capping. I didn't. Have, I didn't have a dream school and everything. Oh, I see what you did. A cap. Yeah, I was a cap student. Yeah. Um. I didn't have a dream school or anything. I just again, um, being the first kid and like you know uh. You know, in a just fresh in the U.S., I was the guinea pig in my family, right? For a lot of things. Yep. Just mm-hmm. like, okay, try this. How you how how does that work? You can do that. Okay, then my siblings, like, okay, we did that. Just be much paving the path for my siblings to mm-hmm. high school, and college, and whatnot. And so when it came down to it, um, with all the work I was doing, you know, I wasn't putting my eyes on, I guess, for the. Further enough into the future, um, and so that meant like when it came to a plan, I just applied to schools in Texas. You know? Gotcha. Um, yeah, and I actually applied to only three schools. I just it was just UT, UTA, and UTD. Wow. Um. So why did you not end up going to UT Austin? It just cost always cost, mm-hmm. and my parents were like, again, guinea pig, right? My parents were scared that me being far away would be like you know hard. I couldn't. I would. I would. I would just starve to death. If I got sick, I would just die. Like they were just very like that's a long drive. If mm. you're sick, how do you? How, how do they get you? That's crazy. My parents have definitely driven down a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> just to yeah, give me medicine, yeah, bro. No, I know, right? But so I understand. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fear. 
another fee on their end. But my brother goes to A and M now. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. But so yeah, you see the point, like how we are yeah. setting the pattern. I think mm-hmm. my my um might go to a school outside of Texas. So mm-hmm. yeah. So again, just that whole thing. So um anyway, I applied. Um, then I went to. I ended up at UTA. I didn't. I didn't like it here, but you know, look at us now. Mm. Describe your freshman year to me. There's, there's a lot we could say about freshman year. Freshman year, there is a lot. Incredible. Um, I feel like a lot of people, you know, know our story, obviously, and how mm-hmm. we met, how we got connected. Um, but also like the person that you were freshman year. When I think about it, there's just. There's, I mean, you tell me. So, <laughs> like you tell you tell you're me. You're right. Actually. You're right. There's so many points to hit. Like, um, I remember when I first met you. My first impression was definitely like, oh, he's weird. Like, yeah, but not like in a like, oh, he's weird, right? But he's like, oh, like he's different, like just the different kind of weird. Like, I could just tell from like the straight up that you were very like you were into what you were into, and like that was just that. It didn't seem like you were a very moldable person. You know what I mean? So whenever I, you know, when I tried to, you know, get you into drama in my head, I'm like, this is a lost cause. But I'm alone. I'm scared. Then not. And so when you did, I was like, oh. And then to act like to see that development for me, thinking like. This person isn't very moldable to you actually being very adaptable, you know, turning out to be a very adaptable person, I think is um, really cool. I think one of my favorite things to think about whenever I um, whenever I think about who freshman year Uzo was, was definitely the fashion aspect oh. of it. Can we not say um, fashion? You don't think it was fashion? Nah. Really? No. That's now. crazy. Now, as you I, reflect. Yeah, like, okay, but we're still in freshman yeah, year. Yeah. So let's think about, you know, where your mind was at. Clothes. You know, it was just clothes yeah, that you no were throwing fashion. together. Yeah. I think I literally have just like a myriad of Snapchats of you in the library, outside of class. Like, oh, I think most people, so I don't know if everyone knows, but there's this like iconic video of Uzo in the, is it called the UC? Yeah, yeah the UC. In the UC. And this is like the last, after we took our last final, I'm about to go home for winter Good. break. Good. And I walk in Good. and I think it's a bright orange sweatshirt, right? And then these camouflage <laughs> overalls. Guys, I was disgusted. And you were wearing like socks with sandals, which is also like a very, that was definitely the standard for you. Facts. Freshman year. And it was just a hot mess. Again, and I, context I, like, though, right? Okay. You said it right there at the beginning. We just we're done with we're done with school. Finals kicked out, but I'm done. I don't care. So the obviously I don't is, care. It was definitely it was definitely the most appalling thing I think I have ever I have ever seen him wear. Facts. And he was just straight chilling, that's so confident. Like, but I think I admired that. And that's something like, even though like like we can agree now, that was a hot mess. Yeah. But you didn't care. Yeah. Like you literally had I no, didn't think it was and I though. would and I would what do you mean? You didn't I didn't mean? think it was a hot mess back then. I exactly. Like, yeah, I, I mean, you didn't think it was a hot mess, yeah. but I definitely, I did not keep my opinions to myself. Yeah, I heard. I, every time. I saw, <laughs> I'd be like, what are you wearing? Every time. I'd be like, guys, please, we need to gang up together and get Uzo all the way together. I need help. I need backup. Mm. Um, but I really, you know, as much as like I clowned doing whatever, that was something I really admired is how... Maybe, I don't know. Do you think there were moments where you were unsure, but you still, and I'm just not even talking about fashion now. Mm-hmm. I'm even talking about, you know, in um, ASO, ASO and ASO. just social circles and all that kind of stuff. Like, where you just pushed past it? Like, man, it was a lot of, I had to prove a lot. Hmm. Especially like just being Nigerian. That was very weird. I had to prove like I was not born here. 
A lot of people thought I was like um like most of y'all thought I was a father. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and then other people mm-hmm. that just was like, Oh, you were born here, like you were raised. I'm like, No, nigga, I'm not from here. Like I'm, mm. I grew up in Vegas. I'm like, where really? How do I like you know? So it was a weird thing. So um I had to like I had to prove that I knew certain songs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I also had to like um what was it? Just it's just the things I did, you know, the things I did, like the people I hung out with, the sports I played. Mm-hmm. Um, it all kind of like shaped like everything. I, I remember when you with. switched soccer teams from like yeah, I don't know if you were like were you the Brazilians or who Mexican. was it Mexicans? I'm yeah, so sorry. Uh, and then you switched the ASO soccer, the ASO soccer team. team. That's crazy. Um, and then okay, so then all of that's going on yeah. freshman year, and then sophomore year comes, mm. and this is the year that I. I've transferred to UT, you, you know, and it was, you know. Shout out to the Roaches. <laughs> Man, what a time. I can't believe I went through all of that. Yeah. Um, but so I'm transferred. I'm at UT. I'm doing my own thing. And you're mm-hmm. kind of like here navigating this on your own now. Da, 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 da. But of course, thanks, you know, you thanks, have. Thanks for saying that. Because it felt like I was my own. But anyway. Because you said what? Thanks for saying that because I was on my own. You were definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like it. Oh, really? Yeah. Sorry about that. Definitely. But it was, I think it was the best, okay. best thing that happened. Or one you of think the so? I, agree. I do. I agree. I do. I agree. I think it actually really helped our friendship. Um, okay, so we have the switch from freshman year to sophomore year. Yeah. And I don't know what moment it clicked for me that a lot had changed within you, but I think I had I I came back. I think like maybe in September or early October because mm-hmm. I was just super homesick. Oh, I was like, bro, I can't do this. Yeah. Austin is trash. Yeah. Da, 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 da. And I just noticed something different about you. I don't know if it was the exactly the way that you carried yourself or that you were dressing. The The outfits definitely changed. Something okay. changed between that summer of freshman year and sophomore year. And you went from wearing, you know, the camouflage overalls, socks and sandals to, um, you know, starting to build a sneaker collection and wearing these nice little like these cool little shirts and nice pants and all this kind of stuff and you know the haircuts were more consistent like mm. I remember I, I even these like I told you to start wearing clear glasses right yeah. like the yeah. da, 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 da. and there was some pushback but eventually like you got them and they right. looked great on you right. and like um there was just like a there was a shift right. but I also I don't think it was just um in terms of fashion or you know your style I also feel like there might have been, I don't know if it's a personality shift or more confidence. Um, yeah. How do you describe, how would you like um, reflecting, yeah, describe so that switch so, for you? So again, the difference between freshman year and sophomore year. Do you think that was the biggest difference really fast? Well, facts. Out of all the four years of college? Facts. Gotcha. It was the summer. That was it. Literally, mm-hmm. summer is literally the difference. So in the summer, I was working. So mm-hmm. I could buy what I just wanted for myself. Because prior to that, I was just, we all went to Ross and, we just go where we got and whatnot. But this time, somewhere between freshman year to sophomore year, um, I would say like I lost a lot of my quote unquote innocence. Mm-hmm. Um, in that period, because I was working, I was seeing different women. Um, just doing things, not not like with the women, but just like you know, just like when it comes to like um experiences, I was like going out more to mm-hmm. like you know, just. Trying new things. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I, what what it was for me because, like the the ending of um because basically I had a lot of plans right for the summer right mm-hmm. actually I was holding on, like, even during my freshman there was no, there was nothing to do but I was I was hoping to just do that in the summer and so already you know when the summer came I was like okay we're free you know let's get let's get to it and you know 
the traveling, the again experiences. That's what I keep saying because you know I was eating out more, mm-hmm. like to actual restaurants. I was, mm-hmm. you know, going to like different like like a driving movies, just doing things I've never done before. You mm-hmm. know, just that freedom, and so that led me to you know just just I know how much I was driving. I was driving to literally the airport of DFW, so I was confident in my driving. Like, okay, I can drive. Um, it's just a lot of things were happening at the same time. But I came out of it really solid and okay. And I was like, okay, cool, we did this. Um, yeah. What do you think you discovered about yourself that you didn't previously know? Like, was it new things that you liked, things that, you know, you didn't like? Um, what things you wanted to explore more of, do more of, that you feel like you were kind of, like, restricting yourself back on? Like, what was something new that you were yeah. like, oh, man, like, yeah. For me, it was the structure um, of being free. Mm. Like... I, I felt like freshman year, I was trying to prove that I was a free person. Like, I was free. Mm. Like, oh, you don't think I wear yellow? I bet. I'm going to look like, I'm gonna look like a, a highlighter today. Yeah, that's literally... I re- that that like exactly happened. Yeah. That exact scenario happened. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, oh, yeah, you know? And so it just became like, what's was more like, you know, I don't have to. I know I'm confident in the fact that I am a free person. Mm. Free, free thinking everything. I can turn it on and off. Mm. It's at my disposal. So that changed because that's what it was. So I could still, you know, look very, you know, cool, calm, but still, you know, you know, hey, I'm not, I'm not like y'all. You know. mm, okay. That's the okay. For between freshman and sophomore year. Yeah. Okay, and you said that was the biggest difference, like out of all the four. Yeah. Okay, so what would what would you say is your most was your most um, defining moment, like of your college career, like whether it was. Personal, academic, um, um, life, something that happened in the world. Like, what do you think really defined you, or really made things like, like stick, like solid, like yeah, okay, this is who I am. Senior year, yeah. So, um, coming to Africa. Wow. Yes. Um, that was probably the biggest like shift, or just confirmation for me of mm-hmm. just my capabilities and what I could do and whatnot. Um. Definitely. It's kind of like, again, it's that, it's that interesting feeling where, you know, you feel like you wanted something to happen mm-hmm. and you willed it. It happened exactly how it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. On the, and everyone could see it. So mm-hmm. for me, again, there's that weird um, satisfaction that came from not being applauded, but like everyone seeing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe it was validation. I don't know. But that was something that I never had before. Like, oh, wow. So like, Love what we what we were doing, you know. And so definitely the height of my career, of my, my college career, because you know I was I was always working, I was talking to a lot of professors about you know just moving around, doing a lot of service. Mm-hmm. You know, that was kind of cool. And so for me, just cemented the fact that you know I can do whatever I want to do. So I just will do it. You know, if I just really want, if I want it bad enough, I will do it. So mm-hmm. yeah. That's 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 for sure. Yeah, so. I think I think it's really cool that you say that because I remember talking to you around that time and mm. the you know the weeks leading up to coming to Africa was just was so much panic. Oh. there was so much oh, doubt. Yeah. There was so much anxiety. Oh, yeah. Like just like Janet, this isn't going right, and this is happening, and this is happening, mm-hmm. and it's crazy. Like there was just so much that seemed like oh everything is literally all hell is gonna break loose that night. Like it's just gonna be a hot mess. It was, and then it was yeah, like yeah. it was it. It was yeah. what you had hoped for and it was it was you know being able to see that I was like you know 
really impressed, especially um, even though I only was able to see the freshman year one, but being able to see the change from the past, from the previous three years and then senior year, like it was also almost like seeing, because I know you've played a role in each of the coming to Africa's, you know, every single year. So it was almost like seeing your growth as well. Right. And just a culmination of that, just on stage and how you ran things and the script that you wrote and everything. And I was just like, wow. And then looking out into the crowd and like seeing how many people came and then and then now, like it was definitely a it's a beautiful sight to see. Thank you. Again, shout out to you too, because um, I think that was you know how on November every November everyone's birthdays are around that same time. <laughs> yeah. So Yeah. yeah. Oh, and that that birthday. is yeah. that's so crazy. I definitely that drove down. Good. But it was fun. Yeah. It was definitely and then worth it. You went it. back to San Antonio like that same weekend. Too. Man, I was literally in three you, cities yeah. that one weekend. You're crazy. I went from <laughs> Dallas to Austin to San Antonio. My goodness. But it was it was fun. No regrets. Speaking of regrets. 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 Um Actually, before we go into regrets, what do you think was your lowest? <laughs> just so you can start thinking. <laughs> that was more, okay, all right, okay. Um, these things just pop in my mind. Um, so before I lose it, what do you think was the? If that was like the pinnacle, you know, what do you think was the lowest moment? Ooh, um, my first time going to see a, a counselor slash therapist. Mm, um, when did you go see a therapist? I think that was like, um, I want to say ending. Ending of, I want to say either, I guess beginning of sophomore year. The beginning. Yeah, beginning of sophomore. Wow, year. I didn't know it was that early. Yeah. Hmm. No, no, no. It, I, I you know that's when the beginning of like stuff began to happen. Oh, right. okay, okay. And I was like, okay, I, I need to go see someone quickly. Gotcha. Um. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a very rough time. Like there were. And then it was just, it was just, I mean, I can't, I say, I don't say just, but it was just, I was depressed mm-hmm. at the time. Uh, freshman year, I stayed on campus. Sophomore year, I said, okay, let me save some money. So I moved back home. Yeah. And um, even though I lived close to school, it was just not there. Mm. Just, just like, yeah, it was just not it at all. Um, and so there's a lot of stressors. Like, yeah, it was definitely like, literally, I would have lab, my chemistry lab, and I would just, you know, I walk to the door and just like sit on the floor and just sit down and chat to myself and go on. It was, it was very, very rough. Um, and so my my grades tanked. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very unsure of my unsure of my capabilities because as a so just to med school or, or just like academically, I was very unsure of myself. Definitely. Um, but you know, therapy helped. You know, I just like figure out what's going on. And um, I just bounce back. So yeah, but yeah, that beginning of stuff my year was pretty, yeah, trash. Can I ask you something about what you said earlier? So you said sophomore year you moved back home. Um, it's okay. I want to ask something about like you know yeah. your home life and like family. And so we know that you're the oldest yeah. of how many? Five. Five man. Five. That's not bad. Really. Do you like having a lot of siblings? Do you like having a, a big family? Um. Yes, if you do it right. If you do yeah, it right, what right. does that mean? Basically, the potential for it to be like a really like a home that's just lovely, bubbly, mm. and just excitement everywhere. Mm. Also, there's a risk that it's just a home because everyone's 
just boring and just in your own space. Yeah. So it can feel like a, an office space if, yeah, because there's a lot of people there. But mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah. So if, I guess I have witnessed a transmission from being like a bubbly household. To like, yeah. Like a, everyone's kind of blowing up in mm-hmm. their own space. Doing their own thing. And again, I, I feel like it's it comes down to, the, I guess, the, um, I want to blame, I guess, America. Wow. Because it's a very, like, individualistic society. Definitely. Like, in Nigeria, mm-hmm. we were known as the Maharike boys. Wow, that's like, so cute. Right. Even though so our last name is Bloggy Long. Yeah, say, it's very long. <laughs> like, <laughs> they didn't even shorten that. Yeah, they didn't even shorten boys. And, um, and so that's, how, that, that's how, like, we were collected in church. Even, I could, even school, like, okay, everyone, okay, this is to the brothers, like, type thing. And, you know, our sister was just, you know, the queen and yeah, we were the soldiers. And so her. there was that group feeling, family, mm-hmm. you know. And then once we came to the U.S., you know, America, once again, a very individual space. So, like, even your classroom, you know, you're going to be number one, you do this. And, again, back in Nigeria, it was the same way, but it's not that, it wasn't that crazy. Over here, it just felt like, you know, we were, like, battling each other. Almost, like, you know, academic accomplishments, almost, you know. Mm-hmm. And so... That was how things shifted from being like, you know, a very like, you know, fun environment to more of this space. And we had our fun outside of home. Mm. Yeah. So, do you think it's important for you to try to, um, or do you wish it could kind of go back to that? Like, definitely. The I feel like bubbly, um, enjoying fun with each other, that kind of thing? I don't know, because I, I think, again, it's just, I feel like everyone has grown up in a, Interesting way, cause like I, I mean, my my siblings were cool and everything, but I've seen the way they've changed and grown. Yeah, and it's really cool, and interesting. But it's just like the personalities are so. What's the right word? I don't know. It's kind of like. We don't click. They're all very different. You get me? Yeah, we're all very different. So yeah, we like different things. You mm-hmm. know, someone is into anime, crazy. One mm-hmm. into football. Film. Speaking of, if you guys haven't listened to the episode when um Zoe was with his sister and his sister was on here, you should definitely go back and listen to that. She's such an amazing person. She's yeah. it's insane, man. Never, She's so never. cool. Yeah. And so yeah, that's kind of what it is now. It's just everyone has just been their own. I guess we've all like, and I guess the difference is just living our lives outside of the house mm. and building up our friendships outside the house. Mm-hmm. So obviously, whatever we become, it's gonna be. Everyone's yeah, so what about for your future family? Do you think about that a lot? Do you oh, yeah, want to? You, you, would you like to have five kids? Yes. You think two is enough? Like, nah. I feel like okay, I, I could do five. Um, I'm sure she won't be down, but really, I think we would make it work. I think she would like three. I know, but <laughs> you know, two more wouldn't, wouldn't hurt, but basically, um. I like to have a wonderful because again my childhood was so large mm-hmm. because my siblings were my friends yeah they're my closest friends I would mm-hmm. say we did everything together so and we and we had friends too so so but um but like my friends were their friends too so it was like yeah it was all our friends everyone yeah, was me. together exactly that's so cool and so I think um even like the, the way we had like just our imagination like growing up we would play invisible soccer oh oh you know what I'm saying yeah <laughs> like there's no ball definitely but. But we were scoring. And there's the ball, yeah. The ball there's is a there. ball, yeah. Is mm-hmm. there. And we all know where the ball is at the time. 
it was just the way we had we and we, every Saturday morning we have Olympics. It was just so much was in sync. And we just we're just kids and we're just having yeah, the, like, man, I miss that. Yeah, and so that's one thing I would love to keep um with my own family, just making yeah. sure like you know they do things together. Mm-hmm. Um, because and then, yeah, you, you don't have to all be the same, but you know, just like the little things, little fun things, you all do it together, and then as you guys grow up, you're still keeping them close together. You know, everyone's win. You know, if if you win. It's for the family. Yeah. Oh, Chucky got a good grade today. We all going out to get a good grade. Oh, she might got this. Bam. And it doesn't have to be excellent. You know, like, for example, um, I think for us and our family, again, good grades were very paramount. But definitely, it felt like, you know, not being as good was uh, was like a, a letdown. Mm. Again, just like everyone's at their, own, at their own pace, you know. Yeah. Celebrate everyone equally. So, that way there'll be no point to um, grade, you know, still sibling rivalry. And um, yeah, that's what I was saying. Um, shout out to my guy, Deji, by the way. No bad. Hi, Deji. We see you. We love you. Um, so do you think you guys would ever go back? Like you would take your family back to move back to Nigeria? Move back? I don't know. Who would visit? Visit? Yeah. Do you think you would, you know, have a house there and all yeah. that kind of stuff? I have land. I have land. You have land. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Okay. Um, back again. Yeah. To the chronological yeah. order. Um, I think the last thing I had asked you before we went on this kind of tangent was about, um, regrets, right? Or maybe things that you would do differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm specifically thinking just about college, which I know there's like. So many, yeah. probably, that, yeah. you know, anyone could say, what do you think would, which, what would you do differently, differently that you think would have the biggest impact on maybe who you are today, um, what you're doing currently, whether that's for career, um, you know, podcast, your other interests, all that kind of stuff. Like, even if you want to rephrase it, what's one thing that you wish you knew at that time that um, maybe held you back? Yeah, I think. Oof, don't get personal. Um, mm. I feel like depending on your design, is there are two paths, there are two ways you can go. Like you can go like, oh my god, this is happening. Mm-hmm. This is what's going on, or you can be like, oh, this this is not really happening. Mm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, mm-hmm. oh, this can't be happening. I know what I can do. I can for I'll perform. And I think the difference would be um, really being like, really taking myself, like any, and also like, you know, I'm sure, I, basically I still as experience for myself, right? How to do well in school and whatnot. Okay. And so I felt like it, it, with each time, each semester, each year, I kind of like let it lose, 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 like it. Mm. Um, the difference would be, I would be my own. What I regret would be like you know sticking more to like my guns and like okay this is who I am mm-hmm. this is what you do so, like this is not your future it's mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. um and that way working harder like get back to that place again and so um, because now I found a place I I found my place in a space where I doubt myself a lot currently yeah currently I doubt I doubt myself a lot even when it comes to, like my artistic expressions everything I'm doing and but you know every now and then though things I do like okay yeah you got it like what you doing. But um, that would be one thing I'd be, I would say, hey, that's if I had done it properly, if I really like, you know, become my, if I really taking that slight fall a little bit seriously, 
and like worked on that like mm-hmm. hey let's get back up again that would have been yeah definitely keeping yourself accountable yeah, yeah i think yeah. sometimes we're too easy on ourselves yeah. so we let things slide that we wouldn't exactly. let for other other people that's good thank you for sharing that um hmm, i feel like you know, as your friend looking on the outside, I know you said that now, you know, maybe you you still question yourself a lot. You still have a lot of doubts. But for me, I guess outside looking in, I freshman year, I met this guy who was very different, to say the least. Right. right? Just to sum everything up. Um, but was very seemed very like, even if it didn't seem that way to you, um, as someone on the outside, it was very like, oh, this guy, like. He knows what he's doing or he's very confident in what he's doing, right? Even if maybe it's not the right thing, talking about your fashion choices, but it's like, who cares? Like, this is what I want to do and this is the path I'm choosing. And, you know, if you don't like it, well, like, too bad type stuff. And then sophomore year, junior year, um, there was like a lot of fluidity. There was a lot of, um, hmm question marks what's going on but I also think that's okay because I felt like you were really experimenting you were really trying to figure out who you were what you were really interested in and I think a lot of us go through that and I think I definitely went through you know similar patterns and then now like coming to where we are today after post-grad and you know being young adults being thrown into the world and I'm also I'm almost like even like in your style, crazily enough, like sometimes when I see you, I get flashbacks. Like yeah. even today, yeah. I get I got a flashback. Like oh, this yeah. was like freshman year, man. Like we're sitting in the library, it's you know we're on the second floor. We're not actually gonna study. We're just gonna BS the whole night. Da da da. And um, I'm seeing elements of so it's almost like a full circle mm. type thing. Mm. And I think that's really cool because you know it's almost kind of um, like what life is. You know, you get the, me. Yeah, sticking around. Sticking I think around. that's the coolest thing about life. Just seeing how y'all pan out. Mm. those circle full circle moments they're really really beautiful so mm. yeah thanks for sticking around even though I've made it a bit questionable mm-hmm. it's okay <laughs> um, no right. shout out to you for sticking around because I'm glad you're here yeah we thank God we thank God but I think I don't have a lot of well I, I think that's one of my goals actually is that I really want to when I invest in people mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm in invest yeah. I'm in you mm-hmm. know Good and bad, highs and lows, everything. And so um, that was good. Thank you for sharing that. All right. Um, so we are coming to the end. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's kind of, time kind of flew by. Yeah. It's been close to an yeah. hour. But um, one of the last things I wanted to ask you is just, um, okay, maybe two questions is um, just to at least just round up our chronological order is that here we are, post-grad. Post-grad. We know how that's like. You know. Um, I know. I know what that's <laughs> like. Maybe some of y'all don't know what that's uh, like, but it is a very, very humbling experience. Very. What's the biggest thing you've learned since graduating college and just being out here, like, for real? Because at this point, I mean, for me, it was like, I think certain points in college, I used, I had certain excuses to not pursue what I wanted to pursue, you know? And I was like, yeah, I want to do medicine, but, you know, la, 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 la. <laughs> the least that's very real like you know it didn't feel real i'd be like yeah i have to take the mcat yeah you know i need to do this yeah i need to do that i need to write these letters or i should probably volunteer and do this but like um and i know that's not the case for everyone you know shout out all my friends med school you guys are so cool um i mean i also did that because i knew that i didn't want to go immediately and i wanted to experience different things and do different things before i started med school um i definitely wish i would have done some things differently but everything works out the way it's supposed to but you know now i'm here 
Like, there's no more pushing it off. And, you know, for the past four years, in my head, I was like, yeah, I have to take the MCAT. But now I'm actually, you know, about to take the MCAT. Like, there's no there's no type of running. There's no type of, like, excuses, dodging. It's like, if this is what I said I want to do, then, like, bro, I got to do it. And it's taught me so much about myself. And I think for a while I was scared that it was going to make me run away and I still have those moments where I want to run away but I find so much more satisfaction in facing it facing the thing I'm afraid of facing the thing that you know sometimes I'm afraid it's gonna swallow me but actually we're gonna eat this thing like we're gonna hit this hoe you know and so what's that been like for you um man well said well said well said um I think for me I would say so post-grad obviously about corona times and whatnot that ruined everything but for me, it just, it, I, I really feel like if I was left alone, I would be fine. <laughs> like, if, literally, if y'all let me be, I'll be fine. I'll be on it. But I just feel like there was a lot of, um, again, external pressure. Like, being be in the house, my parents like, hey, okay, what's next? What we're doing? What we're doing? And then, you know, all that just leave me, just that whole leave me alone thing. I really, I would say, um, if I was, yeah. If I, was, if I was on my own, on my lonesome, but if I had a space for myself, it would definitely have hit better. Um, yeah, I just, yeah. But anyway, the biggest thing I've learned, Sha, is um, for my own, I guess, myself, is just like, you know, how how easy it is to live life doing nothing. It's such a humbling experience. Like, you can go for weeks doing nothing and um man i it didn't feel nice it definitely didn't feel nice because i was used to like you know doing school blah blah things are coming things are due to do blah blah kind of things but when you've gone to a space where you're just like you know what you can be and again living at home is nice but like you know the fact that you know you can go for days without putting in work and whatnot but you know you don't have seen the consequences exactly where you just feel like oh i should be doing more it, 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 it's yeah i didn't like that feeling at all didn't like that how have you overcome that? Like, uh, I mean, I've planned to add structure to my life. You know, I have, I have, a, I have a daily routine where I wake up, work out, you know, come back, review my stuff for the day, and, you know, attack, attack, attack. So, more, some days, you'll be in bed yep. to like 3 a.m., 3 p.m. And 3 p.m. is just 3 p.m. You can still do stuff today, but you're just like, man. It's 3 p.m. It's 3 p.m. It's over. It's over. It's over, you know. It's over. <laughs> What's the point? Let me go get some food and come back. Yeah, like, exactly. That's if that's anything, I'm going to feed myself. <laughs> and you know what? I mean, that's yeah. real, though. Like, that's yeah. really real. Um, there's not much, I think, for us to hold on to except for the things we're working towards. And so it's it's a really big mental thing. And that's something I've realized. And um, also realizing what does give me the most satisfaction the most motivation is actually doing those things it's working on applications it's the volunteering it's the shadowing it's the studying like as hard as it is like there is such a deep satisfaction and it's that satisfaction that lets me know I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing like this is what I want to do no matter how hard it is like I'm going to continue choosing this every day so love that yeah. oh. <laughs> um, can't be late yet it's all right. It took some time. It definitely, there's a lot of low moments. There are still low moments. Don't be fooled. But it's just about, you know, waking up every day and choosing, choosing what I choose. 
All right, so we've basically come to the end. Um, I kind of want to end on a high note because I know we kind of talked about some mm-hmm. deep stuff towards the end. And so um, I know you like to do this thing like elevator pitch, right? You've talked, you talked to me a lot about elevator pitches. And so I'm not going to ask you to do an elevator okay. pitch because you're looking really scared right now. <laughs> I almost was going to, and I was like, you know what? Let me just ease off a little bit. Okay. Um, but I want to ask you, like, if you were walking down the street, or maybe let's say, actually, let's do a better scenario. You're at South by Southwest, and maybe, like, Radio Uzo has a booth or something. Like... How would you get people to come over and speak to you? How would you convince people to listen to your podcast? Like, and you're you're in a place where there's tons of podcasts around, different people doing their thing. Like, what makes you different from everyone else? And what is it that you love about yourself that makes you different? You know, does that make sense? Like that you're proud of. Okay. Um, great. Still a pitch, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to soften it a little um, bit. Okay, let me get into it, man. If you are a free thinker, um, if you love um to learn new ideas, if you would like to, you know, grasp and you know, shake a couple of universal truths we have, and just like you know, question them, like, okay, what's going on with them? Where your uzo is a space for you. Um, if you want to like meet and learn about some of the coolest people, um, who are like you, you know, doing the things out here, which is a place to be, come through. And again, if you just want to just relax, you know, and just, you know, have a, a like, you, you don't want to think about, you know, too much right now, but you're also, it's also the space for you. Like just come through and just hang out and relax. And I feel like, you know, that would be my pitch. If you're a free thinker. You know, you don't really follow the crowd or like, I guess, things of the, just the majority kind of like, you know, bores you. Yeah, this is your space. Come through. You heard it from the man himself. Come through. Radio Uzo is, you can find it on Apple Podcasts. You can find it on Spotify. You have a website too, right? Is it RadioUzo.com? .Webly.com. .Webly? Weebly.com. Weebly.com. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Guys has been your host, Jigging J, the girl herself, Jeanette. Um, I just want to say thank you guys so much, you know, for coming to my show. It's been an honor. You're good at this. Thank you. Really? I like talking. I like talking. But I also, I've learned I like listening too. So I like asking questions a lot and really picking at people's minds. So thank you for letting me take over. This was just a random idea I had one day. You know, I I just, I text you all my thoughts. I'm just like, oh, what do you think of this? And seeing you actually, you know, pick it and run. Um, which part? Just texting your thoughts. Oh, I love to do it, man. You don't even have to respond to <laughs> yeah. that. Like, I really, I'm the kind of person that I just don't care. But I do like when people have their yeah. read receipts on, yeah. though. Because I text so much of my thoughts, I just like to see that I've been heard. And when it just says delivered, I'm like, well, dang. Like, have you, you even it? read this? Yeah. Like, am I really sharing your thoughts? So I like for my close friends to have their read receipts on. But um, I just love, like... I will literally text like, and I'm the kind of texter that I don't do long paragraphs. I do like Mm -hmm. one, like three or four words, right? String together, like each of them is separate text. And I just like, um, I'm the kind of person that like, I just, I really share it all with my close friends. Like, and and thing is, if you're my friend, you're my close friend. That's also like a reality. You know, like I, I don't really have any casual 
friends. You're everyone I know, in? you're either in or you're out, <laughs> or you're out with TikTok <laughs> stuff. So everyone, everyone who knows me knows me, yeah. can really speak on my character, my struggles, all that kind of stuff. And I just love it, man. There's no pressure to respond. Trust me, like unless I ask for a response. Right, okay, right. of course, use wisdom. But um, yeah, I just love to, I just love to talk. Be heard. Yeah. Well, if there's a future Jiggin' J podcast, you know her debut was here. Here. On Radio Uzo, okay? So y'all give her, give her a round of applause. She did an amazing job. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. Um, You can find me. I'm not really that active, but on Twitter, at Janet, A-K-I-Z. You can find me on Instagram, the word cantaloupe, but with the J. So jantaloupe. Um, I made that in middle school. You're shaking your head. Yeah, because it doesn't work. I feel like it it's does. It's way. Who can spell cantaloupe? You can't spell spell cantaloupe right now. I know because I I follow you. you okay, know? but you you wouldn't Most be able to. That's why I spell spell that. Oh, that's they, crazy. Oh, that so please spell that for them. It's one of the best fruits. Okay, so it's J A N T A L O U P E. Yeah, no way. How? Someone's gonna hear that and just know. Okay, this I'm about nah. I feel like cantaloupe is like a very I don't know maybe it's because it's, it's cause my you, username yeah. yeah I feel like maybe one day I'll change it but it's no, just no, fun just, it, like, just crap it just spell it out though don't see, don't use that cantaloupe really J. it's like my it's like my I little quirk I, know I love I'm it saying, but I'm just like <laughs> you know it's cool but I don't know what to do now because <laughs> cool. I can't find it that's cool alright I'm gonna start spelling it for you guys I won't be assuming anymore so I've learned my lesson 